Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 24 hours of deep thought have afforded Bradley Trainer the ability to confront the Colton Underwood news. And we've been waiting on bated breath. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I now give you the floor. All right. So um, I'm going to give you my gay thoughts. And, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, no, this story I saw yesterday, and I will tell you, whenever there's a story, in this story we're going to go, it's a, it's a journey, so strap in. And uh, it's going to be a roller coaster. So the news, of course, Colton Underwood comes out. You know, that's a big deal, right? Like whenever somebody comes out, especially somebody that the media has already been made aware of because of their time on TV or what have you, especially somebody who's like on The Bachelor. I don't know. There's a lot of layers there, right? We'll get to some of them. But that's a, a big story. And, you know, here's where I do that thing. As a gay person, mm-hmm. I don't, and by the way, caveat, I don't speak for all gay people. Thank you. Or most gay people. You I, speak for Bradley. I you, speak uh, for a gay mm-hmm. person, right? So it's just my opinion. The rest of it's, you know. Anyway. Um, okay. So that's cool. And I love those stories. And we need more of those stories. And I know people are like, I can hear a butt coming. I can hear a big butt coming. And that's probably just me heading on over here to tell you about the story. (laughs) Sorry. But I'm bumped. Anyway, um, it is a valuable story. And it makes me happy that we live in a world now where that story can be told far and wide. And most people react with, you know, um, congratulations and empathy and uh, feelings and friendship and kindness and love. Like, all of that is great, right? You can still hear that big butt coming, right? Yeah, big butts are coming. It's, it's walking down the hall. That's, that's me. Don't worry. I'm coming. Um, all of those things are absolutely true, and that was very heartening. Um, so that's happening in one side of my brain. And then over here, there's something else happening in my brain, and it's because I live in the neighborhood of Team Cobra, which is the world where... Tinfoil hats are in fashion at all times. Exactly, and nothing is real. And everyone smokes. Everyone. And that's where I prefer to live. So I want to honor and do all the things. You can still smell the big butt coming. Oh. Um, we can smell it I now. was not sniffing, for the record. <laughs> it's a euphemism. Okay. Um, I'm, you know, like, for the person named Colton Underwood... Congratulations. And as Andy Cohen said, 
your toaster's in the mail, or he said something like that, like welcome, and your toaster's in the mail. That's like a thing, right? Like it used to be in the old days that they would send you a toaster, and you would make gay toast, and you would go off into the sunset and be happily gay ever after. I don't think that actually ever happened. It's actually required that you make avocado toast. (laughs) Yes, yeah, this sourdough (laughs) avocado toast only. Um, with a solar powered toaster, but I want to spend some time talking about, remember I said it's a journey. So now the big butt is here. Hello, big butt. But I really just want to spend some time talking about all the blind items about Colton Underwood that might give us some insight into what's really going on behind the scenes. Right? Like, so there's the, there's the story that most people are going to react to and you know, we've already had that conversation. Congrats, kudos. We've done all the, the things that we're, we're and I'm. Oh no, it's okay. I don't want to step in any piles of poo, but it's we've fine. done all the. We've said all the things in the way that we're supposed to say them about the thing that has happened. Yes, and and we truly feel that way, right? Yep. Like when a person has found themselves in a place where they're able to um, profess who they truly are. Yay! We celebrate that exactly. However, and also, (laughs) as we say in the business, yes, and yes, and there are some blind items that might start to give us an indication of what's really going on behind the scenes. And I want to thank a listener um, who reached out on the Twitters to, um, you know, sort of remind us that like nothing is real and everyone smokes. And I was like, ooh, you're absolutely right. So can we go back in the big blind item time machine, Holly, and uh, fire it up for a minute? Now, there was a blind item, and I'm trying to make sure I have the right one here, where our good friend Enti Lawyer, Colleen, who does all the blind items over at CrazyDaysAndNights.net, mm-hmm. basically told us that he was going to come out. Yes. Long before he actually did. And I don't know that we did this on the show, did we, Holly? Uh, I don't think we read these on the air. Mm-hmm. So this blind item, do you want to read it or you want me to read it, Holly? I you don't... go for it. Okay, for March 27th, what is today's date? Today's date is April 15th, the so... date that the Titanic sunk. Okay, great. Thanks for bringing us all down. Sorry. This closeted double one-season wonder is having a tough time making ends meet and is discussing coming out, dot, 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 and doing gay porn. Now, I don't know about that second part, but that blind item refers to the gay porn. Colton Underwood. Oh, sorry. I was like, <laughs> he. Uh, the, I was stuck on the porn. I know, right? Aren't we all? Yeah. Uh, Colton Underwood is having a tough, what the blind item is saying is on March 27th, Colton Underwood is having a tough time making ends meet and is discussing coming out and doing gay porn. Now, he has, uh, anti lawyer revealed that blind item back in April, or excuse me, back in March. Yeah. And that just makes me really happy. Not because of the, the story itself. Like, I don't know what's really going on with Colton Underwood, but I have hope that anti lawyer is pointing us, generally speaking, in the right direction of blind items because this particular blind item was referenced back when nobody was talking about this. Right. At least I don't remember tabloids talking about this Mm -mm. and it's certainly believable right like the thing about colton underwood is is 
I don't think we need to think too hard about this particular story because this is a person who's part of the Bachelor universe. Mm-hmm. And I really do feel like people in the Bachelor, what do they, it's, they call it Bachelor, Bachelor Nation, Nation, right? Yeah. Yep. Like people in Bachelor Nation are up for all sorts of relationship and uh, reality show based stories. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that people would then want to monetize their particular story so that they, you know, could further their own success Absolutely. in their chosen field, right. right? They're wanting to turn their 15 minutes into 15 years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do another blind item that Enti Lawyer gave us all the way back in January of 2019. Oh, that's a while ago. Blinded by the item. I wonder if the producers are going to convince the guy he needs, or convince the guy he needs to try a woman just for the sake of ratings, or if he can stick with guys. This one season wonder who has become two does have a longtime boyfriend. And for some reason, I feel like we did this one. I don't, very well be I the don't case. remember. I don't remember mm-hmm. that either. But I am they're, blind to the blind items. They're talking about, you guessed it, Colton Underwood. Colton Underwood. So, again, I wonder if the producers are going to convince Colton Underwood he needs to try a woman just for the sake of ratings or if he can stick with guys. This one season wonder who's become two does have a longtime boyfriend, which is interesting. Now, we don't know if he has a longtime boyfriend, right? Well, what's interesting about that is it, it puts some. Uh, I don't want to say, I don't know what to say. It's it sort of, it, it, it makes it sound like the producers of The Bachelor were complicit in him maybe hiding who he like, truly is. Well, maybe they knew who he was and right. maybe he wasn't really hiding it from everyone, right. just, you know, the general public so that he could do the show, um, you know, do The Bachelor, yeah. right? Well, That's here's an, here's an interesting story from TMZ. Colton Underwood uh, coming out sparks production talks. Time for a gay bachelor? Interesting. So if you read this story in TMZ, it basically says, um, I'm just going to like paraphrase it for you. You can go over to TMZ and read the whole thing. But it basically is like everybody in Bachelor Nation loves Colton. And they're all thinking like, wow, what if he's the first gay bachelor and, oh, um, we've kind of talked about it. We've not really made any plans about uh, whether or not we're going to have a gay bachelor. But this article says to me, because of what we know about TMZ, which is that TMZ very often gets their stories right from the source. Mm-hmm. Right. So that would imply that uh, Colton Underwood's people or somebody close to the situation is like, hey, TMZ. What about the possibility of the first gay bachelor? And it would make total sense that Colton Underwood, having been a part of this universe, ultimately gets to take the bachelor. So it's kind of like great for both. Right. To the next level, which is the first gay bachelor. Oh, it's a win-win-win. Right? So you could totally see that happening. And this is the kind of stuff that I'm here for, you know, um, him as a person and what's really going on behind the scenes seems suspect at all times because, again, Bachelor Nation, it's really hard to know what the truth is because these are people who are very good at sort of only showing you the part of their cards or the part of their hand that serves um, 
propelling their career. Yeah, their reality yeah. show careers, which I totally understand, and that's that's their chosen field. And that's so. not necessarily true for every single person on The Bachelor, because there certainly have been people who have sort of shown up and then gone yeah. off on oh, their of merry course. way. But there are career Bachelor bachelorettes who get into that and you can see the wheels turning how are they going to stretch this thing out how are they going to capitalize on this and monetize it well and not only that but you can see where like if they've already had these conversations like yeah maybe they have organically already said you know like hey it just so happens that you, you know you're coming out uh gives us this huge opportunity they're going to have those conversations long before it's had out in the public absolutely because here's the other thing with colton underwood in order to remain a fixture of the bachelor franchise which has never had a gay contestant that has never um, openly gay yeah openly gay right that has never had an openly gay contestant uh or and i don't even like the word contestant but that's what they are right they're contestants yeah. um in order to maintain that relationship in bachelor nation he would have had to have stayed closeted in order for him to have made the decision to come out you have to imagine that there was a conversation that took place with the producers of well, The Bachelor. Oddly, oh, look at that. You're on to something because that actually has come out that before he made his interview with Good Morning America Public, mm-hmm. he went to the producers of The Bachelor, Bachelor. I mean, now the implication or the way that it's sort of delivered is like the night before he went to the producers and we're like, hey, I'm going to do this. But I got to believe that that happened. That was a conversation that happened long before because well, he's got to have a PR person who's, you know, mapping this all out as they should. Absolutely. Again, this is not a judgment. I mean, we're all going to judge. But like from a behind the scenes, pull the string standpoint, you, if you're doing this right, you would have done this in advance to give everybody a full heads up so that you could get the best um you know the best spin on your story possible and in, and according to Enti lawyer who wrote this blind item back in 2019 they were fully aware oh my gosh look at the time when we come back on the colleen and bradley show bradley thank you for that yeah well we have to talk about sharon osborne speaking of people who mm-hmm. are stepping in the dog's business uh we'll talk about sharon after this on my talk 1071 Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh Bradley, what's going on with Sharon Osborne? Oh, now? Sharon oh, Osborne. Sharon. Oh. oh, share it with us. <laughs> so Sharon Osborne has not responded yet following uh the talk's resumption. So the show that she was formerly a part of. Uh, she decided to leave, and they addressed that when they all came back together uh, without Sharon on Monday. We talked about that at length because it was a pretty uh, fascinating um, experiment in dealing with trauma as it happened and um, in front of people and using that as a teaching lesson, right? Like we talked about all that. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Sharon has not responded, but apparently she's responding privately. I mean, she did respond. She posted a picture of a bear scratching its butt on a pole. And then, okay, but yes. That's true. But um, officially, she's not responded. However, um, I I went over to Hello Magazine yesterday. Hello. Because, you know, that's one of my favorite haunts. Um, and it turns out that Sharon has actually reached out to some of her former co-workers, oh. specifically one, Kariana Naba. And she sent Kariana Naba, who, um, when we were watching that episode, Jamie goes, what, what does Kariana Naba do again? And I was like, dancing with the stars. Mm. She's a trained dancer. And actually she was like a music, she was, she worked with like amazing, uh, like a lot of pop stars, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who exactly, but did she work with Janet Jackson? Sure. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> she I, was one of the Fly Girls oh, okay. in Living Color. So Jennifer Lopez. Okay. And I knew Madonna. there was like a, a major connection with Carrie Anaba. Prince. So Sharon um, reached out to Carrie Anaba, um, it looks like, because Carrie Anaba sent uh, to <laughs> the her. The way you say it like that Carrie every Anaba. time. Don't we always? Kariana Naba, yeah. Because um, that's how they introduce her on Dancing, on Dancing with, the Stars. with the Stars, right? Okay, so Kariana Naba posted to her Insta stories a bouquet. A bouquet which was sent by Sharon Osbourne. So Sharon Osbourne sent Kariana Naba flowers and sent her the following message. Thinking, or dearest Kariana, thinking of you, uh... Thinking of you, something I can't read it now. Love, Sharon. Does it mm. say the fabulous? Care, thinking of you, the fabulous. That doesn't make sense, but um, love, Sharon. And she responded. Carrie Anaba did on her Instagram saying, "Thank you, Sharon." Be fabulous, Osborne. I think. Be fabulous. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Sharon Osborne. Thinking of you to love you. So that was, you know, an hmm. interesting thing carrie Ann, uh carrie Ann also posted photo or a photo of flowers that she got from the staff at cbs who said dear carrie welcome back and congratulations on filming an important rude oh, okay well you don't get to hear the rest of that story yeah look it up yourself <laughs> we'll tell you when we come back <laughs> and then we'll tell you who our d-bags are today after this on my talk 1071 okay we'll finish telling you about the flowers that Carrie Ann and Abba got. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, so last we left you, Sharon Osborne had given Carrie Ann and Abba flowers, which is interesting because um, if you're going to be sending flowers to anyone, like uh, maybe you should send some flowers to Cheryl Underwood because that's the person and Elaine Welteroth for that matter, uh, because those are the two individuals um, that she was attacking on uh, the show, the now infamous episode of the talk that mm-hmm. led to her leaving. By the way, she was not canceled. She did not get fired. Mm-hmm. She left. Yeah the show 
And um, in addition, today we find out that um, that flower, that bouquet of flowers is not the last word from Sharon Osbourne. In fact, she is going to be a guest on Real Time with Bill Maher this week to talk about the talk. So here is the first time that we are going to hear directly from Sharon after uh, her aunt. Well, her. Yeah. Very unceremonious departure from the show uh can't wait to hear what she has to say i'm very curious to see how she has this conversation i have an idea of how this conversation will go but um which doesn't make me very hopeful well i hope i'm surprised i mean i hope we're both surprised yeah i yeah i i wouldn't i wouldn't plan on being surprised probably but i am interested to see how she like what foot she leads with yeah that'll be interesting for sure Uh, now, uh, Bradley, as we do each and every day at this time, we like to illuminate people to some celebrities behaving badly, and uh, we call them... D-Bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag, Bradley? Uh, thank you for asking. You're My welcome. D-Bag today is a lady that I don't know at oh, all. Fun. And frankly, I don't care to know, especially after the words that came out her mouth on, oh. I think this was Twitter. Anyway, her name is Carol Radzawill. Do we know her? What is she? She's a, a real housewife. Oh, I th- I'm sure people who watch that show know her. Yeah, exactly. But we're we not. We don't. Uh, so no. Real ha- She's an alum from Real Housewives of New York. Well, okay. So here's what I'm not here for with this whole uh, Colton Underwood story. Okay. So when Colton Underwood, former Bachelor star, uh, announced that he was gay on Good Morning America, was this yesterday already? I don't know what day yesterday. it is. Um, she said the following. Mm-mm. I'm happy for Colton to be living his truth now. Is anyone talking about whether ABC executives should be vetting their contestants better? <gasps> or maybe what the women think? What's good, Bachelor? Oh, not a good okay. take. Yeah, no, we're not doing Mm-mm. that, Carol. It's not like um, he is the first, he would not be the first Bachelor or Bachelorette contestant to have kept part of themselves private despite their public image. And one would imagine Carol Radzawill uh, does I'm not share. I'm going to call her Carol Radza won't. Okay. <laughs> Uh, something tells me that there are parts of herself that she has not shared openly. That's not how this works, ma'am. Gay people don't, when before they come out, they're not um, intentionally trying to pull the wool over your eyes. And even if they are, let me tell you, there's a reason for it. I don't think you want to have this opinion. Honestly, the I other don't thing think is, she understands this opinion. No, she doesn't. Also... It all, oh, there's a lot going on there. Another thing that's upsetting and frustrating about that is like when, when a person is vetted for anything, typically they're looking for some sort of unsavory or criminal behavior. So yeah. This is not unsavory, nor is it criminal. Yeah. So she's kind of lining up with that. The other thing is then she centers the other people in the story. Like, is anybody checking with the girls? Yeah, well, in, again, the implication is that he lied to all those women and, um, you know, they they are victims of his lying. Mm-mm. It's like, okay, would you like to call my high school girlfriend and have a conversation with mm-hmm. how this all goes down? Also, just don't. Let's not. I don't have I don't have the time. 
I am not required to make Carol Radziwill a better person. Well, she yeah. has clearly shown us that she doesn't have time for uh, she, thoughtful critiques. I, what I appreciate too is that she certainly thought that her leading sentence would, um, would uh, erase anything she was going to say after. I'm, I'm happy for happy. I'm happy for Colton to be living his truth now. She probably wisely del- deleted the word "but" because nothing like "but" just completely <laughs> negates everything coming. else you say. Exactly. However, smell that big butt coming. She probably had to delete it for you know because Twitter characters, yeah. you know. Rude, you're canceled. Yeah, I won't be just watching She's not old episodes of Real Housewives of New York, but I wouldn't have been watching. Yeah, I was going to say, Bradley. I don't think that I. I'm curious what the gays think of Carol Radziwill because I don't know how she. You know, the the gays that is who watch uh, Real Housewives of New York, they probably have thoughts and opinions about her to begin with. One would imagine. Um, do you want to know who my d bag is? Of course. Well, I just. I, I'm going to give them some credit because they've updated. But it was going to be Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. What did they do? Well, they posted this story and they've just updated it recently. And so I have a different opinion, but but I still don't actually. I Just go with me. All right. Headline. Take us on the Nicole journey. Kidman turns into Lucille Ball in first photos from being the Ricardos set. Oh, that's right. She's doing that. Oh, God, right. I'm not happy about it, but um, whatever. It's a thing. So she is on set. Now, the original version of this article led you to believe that when you opened it, you were going to get a picture of her in her full Lucy regalia. Okay. But what I got when I opened it the first time was simply Nicole Kidman's Instagram photograph of her looking like Nicole Kidman. Uh, standing in front of a sign that says closed set, no social media, no photos. So I'm like, I was promised a picture of her as Lucille Ball. Yeah. Then they've since updated this story to include an actual picture from her on the set. However, she still is not... I don't know what that is. Dressing she's, like Lucio? <laughs> she's wearing a parka. She's from 2021. I mean, you can tell she's got some makeup on, but I don't know that that looks particularly Lucy Ballish. No, not even a little bit. Also, am I going to say it? I'm going to say it. Am whenever, I, by the way, whenever you say that, you always say it. I know. Just say it. Okay, so here's the other thing. I will speak for. Some redheads. There's a big button here. I can smell it. No, here I would. I would like to speak for some redheads. Oh, Not okay. all redheads. A uh, redhead, which is you, me, but others that I've heard from that I shall remain nameless because I don't know them. We do not count Nicole Kidman as a redhead. She wants us to. Yeah, but we don't. She has. In her natural hair, which we haven't seen in a very long time, yeah. since like Days of Thunder or maybe Far and Away, yeah, she has a strawberry tint to it. Mm. But we do, she does, we don't, she's not, she hasn't paid her dues in the club. And so I'm curious to see how she plays this like redhead card. Yeah. Because she considers herself a redhead. 
Um, I'm just, I can't wait to see this movie. Not because I'm particularly impressed by what, I just, I can't imagine how this is actually going to look. And so I'm just so curious to see what this looks like when it finally hits the screen. I'm, I think that she will look the part. I'm curious how she plays the part. Yeah. Because, again, and we've heard time and again, this is not going to be a reenactment of I Love Lucy. Right? So you're not going to get the Vitamina Vegemin situation. This is her acting as Lucille Ball, the human being, not the character yeah. from I Love Lucy. But there, I mean, it is like uh, uh, the filming of one particular episode. So you have to believe that there are going to be clips of the show, right? right. Like they're going to work that in somehow, but but it's not going to be the thrust. So there will, you imagine, there will be moments where she is trying to inhabit the character that we saw on television. Right. As much as she's doing, you know, if not more... Um, the woman behind the scenes. It's going to be interesting. I think she's a good actress. Uh, I, I don't know. I find her to be completely distracting, and I don't know what it is. I, I do. Mean, do you want what? me to say? What? Well, I mean, I know what I find distracting is some of the work that she's had done. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's that, obviously. I mean, you can tell she's had some work done. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it's partially that, but there's something, there's also just something about the way the the last thing I saw her in was, oh, what was that HBO Max Did series? Did you watch uh, the, the, uh, undone. the Undoing? The Undoing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The Undone. <laughs> I, I was undone yeah. watching The Undoing. There was just something where she the whole time just like, it was like a throbbing sore thumb. Mm. I I think for me... Also, one of the other things that I find distracting is I know she's Australian, and I'm always trying to catch her doing a bad oh, sure. American accent. Well, technically, she is American. She was born in the United States. Was she really? Yes. I did not know that. In Hawaii. Oh, I did not know that. Wait, maybe I did. Now that sounds familiar. I did not know that. Maybe it's that she, I know she has an Australian accent. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And so I'm always trying to catch her doing a bad American accent. Yeah. But that's I do. That, that was with a, a weird lot of movie or a weird series because, of course, you had Hugh Jackman, not Hugh Jackman, Hugh Grant, <laughs> Hugh Grant. Uh, we got our huges right. Uh, <laughs> Hugh uh, Hugh Grant. So you had I don't remember. Did he have a British accent in that? Yes. Yes. He played a character with a British accent. Yes. She played uh, an American uh-huh. with an American accent. Uh-huh. And. Um, there was somebody else I feel like. Yes. The character who played her father. Donald Sutherland. He's Canadian. So eh? you just had all these, you know, different accents I flying know. around. Doing all kinds of weird yeah. things. Uh, but also a really good show. And also, uh, I thought I loved that show. Yeah. And also her hair was its own character. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. What? You didn't like it? Again, it's she just like she girls. walked on, like walked around, and I was just like, "Oh my god, she is you!" I can't not focus on her right now when right. she's in a room. I have to focus on her. Right. Well, she's got she had all that big, beautiful, curly hair, and yeah. she had those coats that were like amazing. Yeah. She did sort of steal every scene, right? Yeah. Unless their co-star was shirtless or naked, which happened. That is true. Yeah. There were boobies. And other things. Yep. Mm-hmm.
When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Courtney Stodden has made an announcement. Oh. Uh, she's an old friend of the show. Uh, and she's, True. she's just been going through some stuff. And I wanted to just sort of share her new announcement and talk about what has transpired in her life over the past few years after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi. How are you? Fabulous. Great. Gra- glad to hear it. Uh, so we got a little announcement from a former, well, a friend. Let's just say a friend of the show. She's been on our show. Uh, Courtney Stodden. Yeah, what's she up to? Uh, so here's the deal. Let's give a thumbnail of who Courtney Stodden is to begin with and why she first sort of made it onto our radar. Courtney Stodden, when she was a teenager, married Doug, Doug Hutchison. Hutchison, who is an actor. And it that was headline news. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because she was a child. Because she was a child. Now, to be fair, <laughs> at the time, I mean... I don't know. Sometimes I think back to where we were at that time, and you and I sort of were just like, well, I mean, her parents signed off on it. Yep. Must be all right with everybody. Yep. Since we have learned, time. it was a simpler time, that there was a lot more going on than we were aware of. Um, but we did not make assumptions about what that was. Um, but Courtney Stodden has come forward and, and told some truths, stories, her truths about what has had transpired in that marriage and also in her family. Yeah. Well, I saw this in Variety and I clicked on it because oftentimes when you see Courtney Stodden, it's in some tabloid and you're like, you know, what is this? It's some sort of salacious story, but this was in Variety. Mm. And so I clicked on it. The headline is Courtney Stodden comes out as non-binary and it shares a post from her Instagram that says, they, them, theirs. I don't identify as she or her. I've never felt like I ever fit in anywhere. I was bullied horribly in school because I was different. The other girls never understood me. I got It got so bad that my mom pulled me out of school and still I don't fit in. I never really connected with anyone my age. My spirit is fluid with a kaleidoscope of color. Hashtag be kind. Hashtag be open. Hashtag love yourself. Mm. All right. So that's the announcement that she made over her Instagram. And what is interesting to me about it is I've been paying attention to her. I mean, we, I think we both have since, what, the early, mid-2000s? Oh, sure, yeah, mid- since we were, like, mildly fascinated with her. Yeah. And um, 
since her divorce from Doug Hutchison, she's gone on kind of a personal journey. She's had some things happen. To say the least. Right. And what I hear in that, um, in that caption Mm -hmm. is like the pain of what she's been through as a person since she was a teen. Mm -hmm. I hear somebody who has always felt like she wasn't like anybody else. Mm -hmm. And in so many ways that we know about and many that we probably don't know about, that would have been very true. Right? Oh, yeah. And I just, I just, I don't know. I just have been reflecting on Courtney Stodden with this announcement and this headline of her coming out as non-binary. That she is clearly on a journey. And she has been dealing and grappling with some real personal stuff for a very, very long time. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's been clear. She's always been very vocal about the journey she's on and always to an extent where I'm just like, wow, that's a lot. You're putting a lot out there. I don't know that if I had a daughter uh, or a person in my life that I cared about deeply that I would recommend that they share so much of themselves out loud. And it's not not pers- not particularly this story, but, um, you know, and it, I think she sometimes overestimates her audience. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, there are people who would like to take advantage of her and who probably have taken advantage yeah. of her as evidenced by the, you know, if you look at the relationship she, that she had with Doug Hutchison and the sides of that relationship that she has been open and public about, like um, by putting so much of yourself out there, you really do. It's not to say that, um, you know, she's asking to, to be, um, taken advantage of. It's just that for all that she's been through, I would hope that there's a lesson to be very careful with what she puts out there because there are people who will take advantage of her. Right. And, and again, not this story. This is just, this is just a part of like her truth, but you can tell that the journey she's been on is one that she likes to share as a part of her creative endeavor as well. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, I'm going to write a book and this is my story. It's like music and photo shoots and, you know, different sort of artistic expressions, which are all great. I mean, you know, she's clearly an artistic person. But from what we've learned about her growing up with her mother and the relationship that she had with Doug Hutchison, I would just be very careful because I'm concerned that she's like, you know. In a in a in a particularly sensitive space, I I I do not disagree with you, and it's you know when I think about how we've seen her over the past over I mean like a decade probably, um, I think there is so much to this story that we don't know and that we might never know, but I get the feeling that she wants to share it all, but maybe hasn't like selected the one and only medium to do that. So you'll get snippets of it through her Instagram. You'll get snippets of it through her music. You'll get snippets of it through, she said she was writing a book. I don't know where she is in that process. But you'll get like snippets of the story mm-hmm. from reality shows she's been on. But we have never really, you know, she she hasn't given us the entirety of the story, nor does she owe it to us. But if you're paying attention, you will hear these um you know, you'll hear her talk about her marriage with Doug Hutchison and how problematic it was, even though at the time when they were very public together, 
it seemed like all parties were happily in agreement yeah. that this was, you know, a real relationship. We learned then after she and her mother were on a reality show together that her mother had an inappropriate relationship with her own with Doug Hutchison. And that some of the reason that her mother signed off on them getting married was so that she could be close to him. Yeah, I mean... Which is such a mess. Yeah. Right? So, I think you're right, Bradley. Like, this is somebody who is clearly... I mean, and I think she is trying to do the work on herself to make herself strong and not be susceptible to, you know, people wanting to take advantage of her story or who she is. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's just, I mean, it's a mess. Well, also, she's 26 years old. Like, um, I, you know, if I, if I bring myself back to when I was 26 years old, I probably would have thought, um, you know, with that sense of invincibility that I could share all sorts of things. But I feel like there might come a time when she's a little bit older where she might look back and think, oh, I wish I wouldn't have shared so much publicly or at least tried to um, live that part of myself I don't know. I just think she might reflect differently on all that she has done as she gets older. I mean, we all do that. So I totally understand the mind frame that she's in. I also don't know that she's had much in the way of direction from, you know, like uh, the, the direction she was given by her mom seems suspect because of the problematic uh, relationship she's had with her mother. So I just feel like, you know, you hope that she has some like saner, cooler, calmer voices around yeah. her. I will say when we did speak with her, she could not have been more delightful. Oh, so yeah. absolutely. She's, she's such a good person. I hope for good things for her. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your family saying? What's a saying that your family uh, says all the time that other people might think is weird? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after.